Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Townjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? Welcome to another edition of Nerd Thug Sports. We're hanging out here at 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We're hanging out here on this uh, Thursday on the new year, 2020, and uh, we're just hanging out doing the sports thing. It's me, Corey DLG, and little brother Nico. Yep, yep. Yeah, so uh, happy new year, buddy. Uh, this is weird. We are now living in the future space year 2020. You have not stopped saying that. For it's like the three future. Years. This is the future is now. It sounds fake. It's a whole new decade. That is the weird one. That is weird that it's the second decade in the new century. Right. That is odd. It's weird. No. Third it, decade of the new century, technically? Second. Uh, yeah, I guess we're starting the third one. Yeah, we're starting the third one. We ended the second. Yeah. Two um, down. Two down. Eight to go. Eight? Oof. Jeez. That's a lot. I'm not interested. Um, I'm trying to make it there. Not interested. <laughs> I only have to live to like 103, I think. Yeah, you could probably do it. You're a pretty low-key guy. You don't really get worked up for anything. Right. I've probably taken years off of my life with some of the stupid things I've been worked up about and just some of the dumb decisions I've made, so... I think you've lost at least two years to Facebook arguments. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I think that's, I think that's accurate. Um, all right. So one of the favorite annual unofficial events of the NFL was this week. It's commonly referred to as Black Monday. This is where people get fired. This is where all the coaches whose teams didn't do what they were supposed to do get fired. Ah, or, the old or they find out that basically next year is their last year if they don't do real good. That's always a good feeling, right? I don't know. Like, which would you, would you rather just be fired, or would you rather them be like, if next year you don't crush it, you're gone? Uh, I think just fire me. Like, honestly, just like pull the Band-Aid. Don't be like, because then what happens is like the pressure is like so great the next year. You're like, Oh, God, if I make any mistake, and then you like you lose two games in a row, and then your whole year is out of whack. Yeah, because now, like, any... Also, they could fire you at any point in the year. Well, and they're, they're not likely to until it gets weird. Like, if you lose five in a row, or, like, or like if at week eight you're three and five, okay, yeah, they're probably firing you. Right. You know, but, like, really at that point, the problem with coming back for that next year is all the... Any time something happens, if if it, any, yeah, it's always your fault. Well, well, in the news stories, the 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 second question asked is, "Do you think you're going to lose your job?" Right, like right, yeah. It's always like, "Why did you make that decision?" It's like, well, and it's like, "Are you afraid you're going to lose your job?" And it's like, well, yes. Well, yeah, I guess I am now that you asked. Like, thanks. 
It's like in Iron Man 3 when Tony Stark has all the PTSD and the kid, every time he asks a question, he's like, well, I do now. Like, <laughs> um, So, all right. So let's go over a little bit of these here. Uh, we'll start with Monday. So the Cleveland Browns went ahead and fired Freddie Kitchens Sunday night. They didn't even let him. They didn't even let him get to the Monday. No, and Ron Rivera was uh, fired by the Panthers on Sunday. Or he he was fired earlier in the week, I should say. Uh, also didn't make it to Monday. Yeah. Then on Monday, the Washington Redskins fired Bruce Allens. Makes Bruce sense. Bruce Allen, not Allens. Uh, technically, Jason Garrett is under contract until January 14th. Uh, but they're gonna let him go. They haven't. There, I don't know what's going on there. They, they're they're having these contract talks. They're having meetings. They've met twice, but the Cowboys haven't announced one way or the other. I think Jerry Jones really likes Jason Garrett, and he just doesn't want to announce it. Well, it's what happens when you go like five hundred for the year. All the time, all the, this. There, there are five hundred franchise. In, in ten years, he went five hundred. I think four times. Wow, he's real good at going right in the middle there. Right, like I don't know, man. I don't, I don't get it. I don't see. I think the reason Jerry Jones wants to keep him is that Jason Garrett it's consistent. No, I think he's <laughs> can't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I think he, I think he's very comfortable. Like Jason Garrett knows that. Yeah, he's the coach, but there are like ten people in charge of him. Right. Most NFL head coaches. They like operate the boss. well they, because they are the face out there. Like the GM doesn't get camera time, the owner doesn't get mo- most of the time camera time. Like the the most head coaches are the faces of the franchises. That's a reasonable claim. It's like getting mad. Like if you're a bassist, getting mad at the lead singer because they're the face of the band. Right, right. So Jason Garrett kind of understands that. Like, look, this is Jerry Jones's house. Like, right. Jerry runs this place, and so when Jerry Jones does stuff. Jason Garrett just kind of doesn't. He just rolls with it. Okay, yeah, well, there's right. no reason for him to argue. Um, the He's Giants, skating on thin ice, apparently. Apparently, the Giants fired Pat Shermer, and uh, the Dolphins f- they fired their offensive coordinator. I don't know. At least it wasn't their head coach. They they won against the Patriots again. I saw that. I saw that. Again. I thought about you. Um, the Jaguars have decided to keep Doug Marone and his staff. Ron Rivera is going to the Washington Redskins. The Giants are circling Mike McCarthy as their head coach. A bunch of teams want to interview Josh McDaniels. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, and then the GMs have announced that they've moved away from general manager John Dorsey after only two seasons. Ooh. I think that... So the the Browns just they deal with instability constantly. They are constantly changing head coaches and you can't really change I don't think you can change a general manager after 2 years. I don't think you can. Yeah, there's not enough time for them to get acclimated to like the players themselves and acclimated to like his system and like all the things that they work with. Well, it's every everything's a learning process. Well, if you're a general manager, like your job is just to get as many athletes and and people that do what the coaches want. Right. Well, Freddie Kitchens was only the head coach for part of last year and this year. Now he's gone. And if you fired two head coaches in two years, 
then how is it the general manager's fault that they – now, I guess you could say that he picked Freddie Kitchens, and that was a bad choice. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, on paper, you know, Jarvis Landry, o- o- Odell Beckham Jr., Baker Mayfield. Yeah, their team was their team sounded like a fantasy. I said this forever. I yeah. said their team sounded like a fantasy draft almost. Like with the amount of like weird, random, really good people. Exactly. From, like, they had too many good players where you thought like this year, but losing somehow season they didn't, again. Somehow they just didn't. Just didn't do it. They didn't use everybody. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand the Browns. It's it's a point. team with a ton of potential, but none of it was realized. It's 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 just like we said at the very beginning. The Browns were going to brown this up. Right. Remember, like coming in, we were like. Well, I, I, I was, I was like, I was kind of, ex- I was excited about. This I Browns was too. Roster, I can't, I, I can't, I can't say I wasn't. <clears throat> I thought this was going to be a good year for the Browns, and then basically it was like, well, there's never a time to Browns it up this, right now, <laughs> and they did. Good job. Um, also, I feel like they let this guy burn off all this draft capital. They had a bunch of picks that they had like acquired over a couple of years, and he made all these choices, and now he's gone. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. Well, now they have bringing in a GM and a head coach. Yeah, and that'll happen. Like, usually when a new general manager is hired, there's going to be a coaching change because general managers very typically, they come in and they'll say, like, yeah, I can work with anybody, but they want to hire their guy. Uh, they want the coach to be their guy because they don't want to get blamed for the other guy's coach. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I guess because they're making another head coaching change, they're like, let's just go ahead and do it all. I don't know. Maybe that was the decision. And he he asked. It looks like it's mutual. This doesn't look like it's the Browns literally firing him. When coaches when coaches get fired, they say, "Hey, you know, the Carolina Panthers fired Ron Rivera." So, the way this is being portrayed in in the media is a mutual parting. So I wonder what. I I don't. Maybe he's looking around, going, "I'm not going to get blamed for this." Like, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, so I'm just kind of curious about that. Now, Ron Rivera is they've only I've only heard one signing so far, and it's Ron Rivera to the Redskins. I, it doesn't matter. Like the Redskins are just terrible. That that whole organization has just been in shambles for like the past year and a half. <laughs> well, but like so, Ron Rivera has been in Carolina for six years, and somehow he's been coach of the year like twice. Somehow, but they've never. Uh, I've done anything. I think there's one. I think there's a Super Bowl appearance, and I think that's it. I think that's all there is to it. Ooh, six years Super Bowl appearance. Ooh. But then that was in a, in that there's a team with six Super Bowl wins. Right. Well, if you're judging by the Patriots standard, then the rest of them are complete garbage. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like when when that's the only thing you can do in six years. I just feel like. Okay. Okay. So here it is. Here it is. Coaches are either good or bad. When somebody has like one good year that that still makes them they're still a bad coach it's like what so, we said about green bay so sean payton okay this is something that kind of blows my mind when bill parcells was coaching in dallas he had a guy bill parcells notoriously a control freak he called his own plays eventually he had a guy named sean payton calling his plays mm-hmm. and and it was kind of intriguing and dallas wanted to keep him around but they weren't ready to take care of him and so new orleans made him the head coach um, in his first year in New Orleans, he goes, he changes, they move, I think they moved like 40 guys on that roster. Ooh. Trades, cuts, draft, like they, Tons. they, they made a lot of changes. Now, granted, part of it, they, they did, 
they, they got lucky and they were able to get Drew Brees. Miami passed on him, and Miami signed Dante Culpepper, and so Drew Brees goes to New Orleans. Uh, and Reggie Bush, the Texans famously took Mario Williams in the draft, so Reggie, uh, Reggie Bush falls to second in the draft, and the Saints have that pick. So if they immediately go into, like, super offense mode, where they just, let's just do the craziest offense we possibly can. And Sean Payton, consistently, the Saints are in playoffs. Consistently, they're in Super Bowls. And part of that is great quarterback play. I don't want to... Not trying to downplay. Right. I'm not trying to say, yeah. But the other part of that is the good coach. Right. Someone who can form that team, who can get it working. And Again, we see this problem in... in uh, with the Browns, where their team has tons of potential. This team could potentially be one of the better teams in the league. Right. But no. No. Yeah, somehow when you have one of the top five receivers in the NFL and you're like, I think they were middle third of passing. Right. But they were top five in pass attempts, but they were still only middle third in like actual passing outcome. Like that's not a good – you're throwing it a ton to get almost nothing out of it. And so right. I do think there's – so, like, for Ron Rivera to be coach of the year twice and have, like, one playoff – one good playoff run, but then the rest of the career is kind of empty, that that kind of says to me exactly what it says. Like, he's not special. Not a, he's not a good coach. Not a good coach. Um, And I, he's consistent, and it's fine, but that's not what you want in a competitive no. environment. And well, and as the, here's the thing. Yeah, this works out for me. As dead as the NFC East is, as just dead as it is, we're literally the Giants, the Redskins, the Eagles, the Cowboys. I mean, they're playing to. They're both the Eagles and the Cowboys were seven and seven and still eligible for the playoffs this year. <laughs> That's so funny. You you can't waste the reason the Patriots consistently are winners is because they get six games against the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins, and traditionally they win five of those games, four of those games. Right? They are going because to the go Dolphins in. are their kryptonite. Well, the Dolphins will steal one uh, <laughs> apparently every, every year. But more importantly, they take advantage of their poor division. Right. They're not going to sit around and go, oh, well, let's just... Let's, let's just phone it in let's just and be lose okay. half of these. Right. You can't do that. Um, And so, I don't know, man. Like, I just... I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get... I don't think Ron Rivera is the, is the guy who's going to turn around the Washington Redskins. Well, they've been making bad decisions forever now. They really have. And then, okay, this is the thing that kills me about the Redskins. When they, f- when they fired Jay Gruden, before they fired him, uh-huh. He didn't want to play Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback they drafted. Oh, right, because he wasn't ready. Because he wasn't ready. Um, and they were going out there, and they were having guys throw, like, three interceptions a game, five. Case Keenum looked terrible. Because Case Keenum is terrible. Correct. And they still were going, oh, well, um, Dwayne Haskins isn't ready. And when they put Dwayne Haskins out there, it turns out he wasn't ready. He looked even worse than Case Keenum. Which is impressive. And so... Anyone who wants to kind of say, well, Ron Rivera had Cam Newton, and so, like, he didn't have a traditional quarterback, so it's not necessarily his fault that he didn't win more. That's precisely why you should win more, but regardless. Right. 
Well, and I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the biggest Cam Newton fan. I think they've kind of destroyed him. In some well, they ways. have. They literally have. Especially this year with the Liz Frank, and they kept. They kept acting like he was going to play for weeks. They acted like he was just a They're week like, away. Don't worry, he's coming back. Yeah, he's he'll be here in a week or two. A week or two. No, no. He, if he has a Liz Frank, he's not here all year. Right. All year, and and he didn't play all year. Like I said, he didn't play all year. When the first report came out that they think he might have a Liz Frank, I said on this show. Yeah. He's not playing all year. He's not playing the rest of the year. First of all, the doctors tell you you can't put weight on the foot for eight weeks. So forget forget anything. Forget conditioning. Forget weightlifting. Forget walking. You put zero weight on that foot for eight weeks. That's the start of a Liz Frank process. Right. So a 16-week season, week two, you're diagnosed with Liz Frank. It's week 10 before you even get to put the foot on the ground. You're not playing. Not playing. He's coming time. back. Don't worry. Yeah, he's like two weeks away. He's like two weeks away. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Didn't play for the rest no. of the season. This is stupid. But the problem is, if you're going to say, "Oh, well, Cam Newton is why Ron Rivera was only he was only okay," well, now he's going to have Dwayne Haskins. Right now, he's got a garbage quarterback. <laughs> so better or worse? Worse. It's like going to the eye doctor. Better A, better B. I, I don't know. I can't tell. I have no idea because they're both. Awful choices. These are all bad choices. I don't. I don't. I'm not excited about either one of these. Um, if I'm can, we go, can we go see? I don't know. Yeah. If I'm Ron Rivera, I just walk out. <laughs> like, hey, we're gonna give you money to be the Redskins head coach. I don't. No, I don't think so. You know, I think I got some paperwork I gotta do. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna avoid. This. I'm gonna go work for CBS for a year. Or something. Right. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't like, need to be here for this. Like, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's such a weird, again, just bad choices in general. Right. Like, where are you going to go with this? Hey, bro, I want that middle of the, I like, I want middle of the, <laughs> middle of the pack, perfectly, consistently average with a good quarterback. That's the guy I want. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Super appealing, apparently. And the thing with Cam Newton is, like, him and Ron Rivera butted heads a couple times, too. There was a dress code thing one time, and Ron Rivera Cam Newton didn't start a game. Oh yeah, I think I remember this. And the rookie started the game, and the first pla- the first like pass first was an interception. Yeah. So then Cam Newton came in, but the reason Cam Newton didn't get the start is because he didn't wear a tie on the bus or something. Something real stupid. And so that goes that goes even further to show you how pointless of like right and all like. You're going to spite your nose, cut your nose off to spite your face? Like, right, yeah. I'm going to punish my starting quarterback for not wearing a tie on the bus. And, oh, it costs us a possession and a game. Now I don't understand what matters. Right. Like, now I don't have the correct sense of values. But it was important that he wore that tie. Correct. So then the next week, I think Cam Newton wore, like, a giant tie when he was coming off the bus. He had, like, like it was huge. And I, I, I thought it was funny. Like, to me, like... It's just it's just getting back at him. Real yeah. Soon. Okay. Here's your tie, big boy. <laughs> big boy tie. <laughs> uh, I just I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I, the idea that Ron Rivera is somehow going to fix the Redskins. It's not. Nothing's going to fix the Redskins. That program well, is completely garbage. Well, and here's the other part of it too. They're doing it backwards. If you fire, if you fire the team president Bruce Allen's, and the and you need a head coach this year, you have to you have to hire the team president first. Because. You hire Ron Rivera. Now you're going to go hire a team president. Well, now this team president didn't pick Ron Rivera to be head coach. So now any opportunity when there's an opportunity for friction, they're going to cause it. They're going to come to the vice president of the team for questions and comments on things, and he's going to have to 
answer and cover for a, a coach that he didn't hire. Right. I don't know. Um, Even more poor decision making. Sort of like if the Browns have their act together, they'll hire a, a GM, uh, GM and then and get a, then head, a head, coach. head coach. Correct. And they'll let the GM pick the head coach. The Cowboys. It's like the team that. What team was it that decided their their starting quarterback and then got a coach or something like that? Oh, I mean, it's, it had. Well, I mean, the the Packers this year when they brought in the new head coach, everyone was like, "Well, obviously Aaron Rodgers has to have input on who the coach is." And it's like, well, that's not really. That's too far the other way. Right. But you do want Aaron Rodgers to know, like, he's important. Yeah, you're gonna go to Aaron Rodgers, you're gonna be like, listen, we just had a really great interview with so and so. We're we're leaning that way. We're probably gonna hire him if there's an and issue. He's had, he's had a really good season too. Not statistically, according to Dominique Foxworth. Right, Dominique Foxworth, we're coming for you. And right, bad math. Well, listen, fine. Stare at the stats all day long, but yeah, the Green Bay Packers are still playing football. It's kind of relevant. They're still playing football. So D- Dallas may or may not have a <laughs> head coach. Right, Dallas may or may not have a head coach. And by the way, they never signed that Dak Prescott extension because he wants forty million dollars. And look at it. Look at his stats. He's broken. He's the best guy ever. He he's, should be in the Pro Bowl. He's super fantastic. Ex- except they didn't make the playoffs with one of the best running backs in the entire NFL. Yeah. The best running back. Right. Right. Not just one of the 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 according to him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like certain coaches obviously were going to get fired this year. Like the head coach yeah. of the Giants was obviously it wasn't. They're not. They're they're, are, they're awful. They're not good. Um, I'm a little surprised the head coach from the Jets kept his job. Now, granted, these two, he was I a first year head coach, but I, I still feel like he's probably got a stern talking to. They they looked. Terrible this year. Well, I mean, the Jets have kind of been bad for a real long time anyways. That's true, but this was supposed to be like... A good year for them? An improved year for them. Because Sam Darnold, year two, blah, 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 blah. Le'Veon Bell, blah, 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 blah. They've just been... I don't know, man. I don't know. Still not the worst team. No, I mean... Is it the Bengals? Or are they yeah, like yeah. 0-16? Uh, the Bengals, they won, I think they've won, I think they finished with two wins. Whack. Yeah. Why are they 0-16? So they're 2-14, and 14, I think. What? I was scrolling through Reddit once, and I heard, like, there was a post of Cincinnati, and it's like, guess, look who played all 16 games. It's like, yeah, but didn't you lose, like, yeah. all of them? Yeah. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> I don't you care who played. Yeah. You guys lost all your games. You lost them all. Yeah, I don't know. Like you got you're going to be looking real hard for a moral victory in a in a in a 2 and 14 team. Like like that's not it's not exactly inspiring. No. Not quite. But like they he's keeping his job somehow. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like once you go like that far when you only won two games. Well, you, hey, listen. Some coaches go in and immediately make a team theirs. I'm going to go back to this. Sean Payton. He turned over two-thirds of the Saints roster in one offseason. He walked in and he said, "We're gonna. this is the team I want to build. And he made all their defense had notoriously been awful. So he went and hired a strong defensive coordinator, and they made a bunch of trades and used draft picks and stuff on defensive players. And then 
they they spent money on offense, and then they turned around and they were they were ten. I think I think ten wins the first year he was there, but more but which was like a five or six win improvement for them. But more importantly than that, he can do it. He shaped that team. The NFL is structured in a way where naturally your roster turns over about a third every year anyway. Right. So if you're a first year head coach and you're changing a third of the roster anyway naturally. If you're making changes, big changes, you just need to just just go in. Go in and do it. Just get rid of the guys who aren't going to do what you want or you don't think are and go find the guys that you think will and then go from there. But this idea all of a sudden that oh, well we really need to give them a couple of years to to see. I don't know that like I don't know that that's true for head coaches. Now some franchises are just slower than others. The Saints can be high speed gamble because they've been bad forever so that's almost there's no loss for them making all these drastic maneuvers when mm-hmm. they do them. When Sean Payton comes in and goes, "Hey, I want to move this guy, I want to trade this guy, I don't want to do this. So I'm going to cut that guy and I want to sign this guy and I think we need to bring this guy in." They're going to do it because they don't they don't care. They don't care. Like they've been bad so long that if they think he's a winner, they're going to go with it. But then the flip side of that is the coaches who are like we draft seven guys a year that we think really fit our system. Well, at that rate, it's going to take four or five years before. Right. It's going to take you forever to get to where you're going. Exactly. And if that's the way you want to go, that's fine. But that means you got to ride with this head coach for three or four years. Right. That also means that this head coach has to deliver with a team that he can, that he has in his first year. Yeah, you got to see. You got to see. Because what's going to happen is that you're going to have like four seasons where you're two and sixteen, and then and then people are starting to get mad at you because they're like, "What happened? What am I doing? What am I here for?" Well, and you want to see at at least the guys. If if you're going to do it that way, you at least want to see that the guys that he's picking are good, are playing football. Like they they need to be looking good. Uh, the Raiders actually at least this year. Their young players at least looked good, which did come back to all of a sudden. Well, maybe they're you know maybe they're gonna figure it out. I don't, I don't really believe that, but at least their young guys didn't look like idiots, which is good. good it's a good for feeling. Them. Like their tight end, I think, is a third or a fourth round pick, and I think he had like a top five season this year, which is good. That's they, really good. And they did improve to seven wins this year from last year, so way better than like one. I think they had three last year. So I think they improved four games. Pretty good. I mean, listen, if you're if you're if you're making improvements, if you're making headway, then there's really no like. And that's if you're going to go the incremental route, that's what you need to be seeing, right? But what that means for, for the Bengals and for the Jets, what that means is then next year they better win six or seven games at least, right? Because if not, then they've proved nothing. And it, yeah, the if if the Bengals come in and they win three games next year, so five wins in two years. They have to fire him. Yeah, they would have been five and what number is that? I don't so know. thirty, so five and twenty-seven. Awful. Yeah, just awful. Yeah, that's a real rough year, and that'll be the end of Andy Dalton's career at that point. Um, when we come back, we're gonna jump out here to take a break. When we come back, and we're gonna talk uh some of the quarterback change, potential quarterback changes this uh this off season, and then we'll also talk the NFL playoffs. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. 
They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to more Nerd Thug Sports on 104.5, 106.1 and uh, streaming worldwide at IrelandStar.com. Uh, we got some big announcements coming up over here in the next week or so, but uh, just stay tuned for those. Big news coming down the pipe. Ooh, yeah. so mysterious. I know. Call it a tease, like a future tease. I don't know. I, I don't think know. you can just call it a tease. It does it have to be a future one? <laughs> so, so what you're saying is that all teases are future teases? Exactly. That's why it's called a tease. Can't have a past tease? No. All right, I, th- I think you're right. I'll go with you on that. All right, there <laughs> you go. Won the argument. There we go. Um... Okay, so the other thing to look at at the end of the year is what's going to happen with quarterbacks. Everybody's quarterbacks. Everybody's quarterbacks. Uh, I guess before we do this, let's go ahead and do Cox ATA. Go ahead. All right. Cox ATA, leader in ATA martial arts with three convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia, and one in the Woodlands, the most recent one. Uh, If you can hear us on the radio, there, uh, there is a Cox ATA location near you. Uh, mention Nerd Thug Radio, get two free weeks of training. It's a new year, new new year, new me, right? Ooh, yeah. Get a new routine. Taekwondo is a great way to do it. They have all kinds of different courses. If you're three, if you're 93, very flexible, they work with you. Uh, they have Taekwondo, Tai Chi, self-defense, various different courses available. So this is a great way to get the new year rolling, get a new routine started, get everything going. It's going to be a great 2020 with Cox ATA. Mention Earth Thug Radio, get two free weeks of training. They build leaders. They teach life skills. They leave a legacy. Um, Yeah, good one. I like that. That was good. Yeah. Real good. Was Thank real good. you. Thank you. Um, Okay. I've only been doing it for a very long time. <laughs> Shut up. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You did, you did a really good job, though. Um, All right. So we want to look at, like, there's going to be a bunch of quarterback changes. This is what happens every year. Yeah, there's this always the do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, a couple guys are going to, you know. The old shifteroo. The old shifteroo. Okay. So, this year we're going to look at it. Um, all right. So, Cincinnati, the Bengals, Andy Dalton has probably done there. Right. He played, all, he played all 16 games, but he, he won two of them. Yeah. So, he's probably going somewhere else. Uh, Miami is more than la- likely drafting a guy. The uh, L.A. Chargers, Phillip Rivers, it didn't sound like he's done. He is not. Dis- he hasn't discussed retirement all year. He's avoided the question. Uh, it sounds like he wants to keep playing, but it also sounds like he may not be going with them to, uh, or staying as a charter. Um, I think his contract is up and it doesn't sound like they've, they've really wanted to be like, yeah, of course. Well, I, the problem, I don't know that you give him more money. I don't know that you give Phillip Rivers like what, I mean, what would three years and 75 million? Like, I mean, what would it take to. I don't know that the Chargers are in a position. So they went five and eleven. 
I don't think that they want to pay him any money, really. Yeah, a bunch of money to to stay bad. I don't know. I don't. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. That's not an appealing option for them. No, uh, Jacksonville. They got Nick Foles for one more year, um, and then they got Gardner Minshew, who I think they they like at this point. They were benching Nick Foles in favor of Gardner Minshew a couple times. Um, I gotta think that they're gonna. They're going to work on him. They're, they're going to have a, a long, awkward season where they, by the end of it, Nick Foles is backing up Gardner Minshew and then just quietly goes away. Um, the Jets, I mean, it looks like they're believers in Sam Darnold, so I guess he's staying. Jacksonville, or I'm sorry, Indianapolis, is uh, they got one more year with Jacoby Brissett. They signed him to a two-year extension. Uh, okay. But he looked bad by the end of this year. He yeah, looked, he started hot. He did, and they were a lot good. Of, a lot of people were... <laughs> That was I. That's why I kind of love like when people start getting on their hype train. Like when Dallas is like what like three or four and zero. Yeah, they everyone's were, yeah. like, "Oh, here comes Dallas!" Woo woo! And then they lost four games in a row, and they were back to five hundred like they should be. Right. Um, <laughs> Tell them how you really feel. All right. Yeah. <laughs> where like everyone was like, "You thought that Andrew Luck was the end, and it turned out it was because they suck." <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, okay. If you'd have told me that the Colts were gonna lose Andrew Luck. Like, right before the season started. Like, a week before, because it was. And go 7-9? and nine. That's not I, terrible. It's really not. Because I really, I would have thought, with no Andrew Luck, that this team would st- struggle to find ways to win any games. Now, they came out swinging. I think they were... Three and two or three and one at one like early yeah, in the they were, season they, they, were, were, they they started off really strong. People were like, "Oh man!" But then they, they finished real bad, real bad. And I think the problem is Jacoby Brissett is only okay. Yeah, he's not like he's not a quarterback that's going to carry their team. He's not right. an amazing guy. But here's what's interesting. But he's good enough. Him getting that extension from Indy and now having one more year, but it, the extension was essentially I think it basically worked out to like. Fifteen, sixteen million dollars a year, but him getting the extension, I think it. I think it continues a streak that I've noticed off the top of my head. I haven't seen anyone else comment on this. New England backups going other places get extensions every time. I think it has to do with the program too. Well, you know, this is a guy that he was on the New England. Well, that's, well, so but but you got to think they they. What I mean is. When they go to their new team mm-hmm. and they're there, after they get there, they still get another contract. Right. So I think part of it is New England has a, pro- a profile that they look for in people where there's just certain things that are, that are that's it. If they don't have these certain things, they are not drafted. Like New England has like five rules for every player. Um, I don't remember what all of them are, but one of them was like they have to be a college graduate. So they don't draft guys who come out early. If you come out early, you're not you're not getting drafted by New England. It's just hmm. a done deal. So I think purposefully, the guys they are putting in the rooms are smart guys who can get it. Now, how long they can deliver on the field is a different question. But with Jacoby Brissett getting the extension, it's like it's him, it's Ryan Mallett, it's um, Matt Castle. I mean, he was a starter forever in Kansas City. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo got an extension. Yep. Um, there's there's been seven, I think seven. I can't name them all right now. There's been seven or eight backups to Tom Brady who 
all went to start somewhere else. They all either went. Yes, they've all started other places, but they've also all got extensions. Like nobody, nobody starts somewhere. Like they don't go away. Right. Um. And I think that that's just a, even even more of a testament to the New England Patriots. It really is. It also makes you wonder. Uh, I, I hate to be sports hype guy and do this. It makes you wonder a little bit about Tom Brady. Like, okay, great, he's super competitive, and that drive is amazing. But clearly New England picks guys that can be quarterbacks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so Oakland, Derek Carr, there's talk that he might not come back. He was actually booed out of Oakland as they finished the game this weekend. That's never a good feeling. Uh, they're moving to Vegas. Are they, though? They are. Uh, the stadium is now, like, almost complete. I feel like there's been no word of it though. I don't. It's sort of weird because like I thought I remember the, the owners all voting that they hadn't. Like, aren't they like a weird like they have away like a, team technically because they're like not. I don't. I thought the owners had voted that like they're only kind of like they're tentatively agreeing to to look at Las Vegas, but like I don't think. No I don't one's agree that they're going there, but the stadium's being built for like the past three years. Yeah, and it looks cool too. Like they've it's just about done. They. That's some crews out there like filming stuff, and it looks really interesting. Um, Denver, they've got the kid that they really like, um, the young guy. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Big Ben's going to be back. Of um, course, he got hurt this year, right? Or yeah, like, it was. He wound up having to have shoulder, I think, surgery or elbow, something like that. One of the two, elbow, I think. And so he was done for the year. Um, Tennessee, I don't think that they feel like Ryan Tannehill is the answer there, so I think they're going to be looking for quarterbacks. Buffalo, Houston, New England, Kansas City, Baltimore. Um, Most of those aren't going to change. I think Tom Brady leaves. I do think that. You, that's still the the hot take of 2019. I, st- I still think Spiciest Tom Brady leaves. Spiciest take, Tom Brady leaves the Patriots 2020. Um, so now going to the NFC, the Washington Redskins, I got Dwayne Haskins. Case Keenum has got to go somewhere because someone else is going to give him another contract, obviously. Obviously, because he's Case Keenum, even though he's complete <laughs> garbage. So he'll be the starter in Cincinnati. <laughs> oh man, how great would that be? Um ah, that would De- be that would be sweet victory. Detroit? I actually think Detroit could change a Who? quarterback. Yeah, I know, right? Who? Yeah, the imaginary team. Imaginary team. It's not a real team. Uh the I'm Giants. sorry if you're from Detroit. The <laughs> you, you don't have a football team. <laughs> you don't. Well, they know they don't have a football team. They just go and they buy the nine dollar beer. Uh the Giants they have, they have their rookie, they like him, they're happy with him. Daniel Jones. Even though they're terrible. Danny Dimes. But I, I do think Eli Maynard retires. I don't think he wants to go play anywhere else. No, I don't think so either. I think he's a he's got his rings, he's gonna go. He's yeah. And it's been a in a rough two years for him. Right. There it was he was gonna get like he was gonna get like kicked off the team like earlier, like last year or something well, they, like that. They benched him. Yeah, they benched him. And the owner was mad at the coach for benching him. That wound up getting that coach fired at the end of the year. Yeah. And then this year, they draft a guy in the off season, but they tell Eli like, "Hey man, we're not going to we're not going to bench you until it's like your time." And then very quickly they were like, "Okay, bye. It's your time." <laughs> yeah. Uh Carolina, they've got a little bit of an issue. The the rookie's been playing good. Uh, oh no! And Cam Newton may or may not be healthy, so maybe he goes somewhere. I don't know. Uh, Arizona, obviously, it's been Kyler Murray five and ten. Cliff Kingsbury, I don't know. I, I think they're okay. I think they'll stick with it. Yeah, five, ten, and one. I'm sorry. Ooh, Tampa Bay. Uh, I don't understand this because I didn't think they were going to keep Jameis Winston last year, and they they did his option for twenty million and kept him. 
And I think I believe he's the first quarterback to ever have 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions for a season. That's impressive. Um, so he's awful. He's he literally every other game. So he would ha- he would have a game where he would have four touchdowns and no interceptions, and the next game four interceptions. Yes, yeah. He 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 went back and forth the entire year. I want to. F- I'm I'm trying to find. I want to make sure. Impressive. I, I it was. It's confusing. It's, it's impressive to be that consistently bad. Correct. It was like you could count on it. Thirty-three touchdowns, thirty interceptions. Okay, so he's three more touchdowns. Right. But like, he's got he's got thirty interceptions though, which is really bad. Yeah, it's not what you want to see. That's like for sure. Tom Brady has like thirty in like over his like career if you extended it for like fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird to see the difference between the two. That is for certain. Um, like that's the one you always have to come back to, because I do like I like I do think there's better quarterbacks than Tom Brady, but I just think his organization's better. Yeah, for sure, and they're so well run that they found a guy good enough that they don't have to worry about it. Right, they're just they're happy there. Atlanta, I don't know what they're gonna do. It's seven and nine, they picked it up at the end, but I think Julio Jones went like four or five weeks without a touchdown somehow. Like that's impressively bad. This is a weird – they're in a weird state because they have gone – since since going to the Super Bowl and being up by 26 and then losing to New England, they have been in complete shambles. They have been a mess. Wait, who who is this again? The Falcons. Oh, yeah. Matt Ryan, what happened? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I really don't know because there was a time. Dallas right in the middle, 8-8, eight and eight, changing coaches, probably not changing quarterbacks. They're probably going to – Dak Prescott is statistically good, apparently. I Here's the thing about him. Once you give him that money, this is the team. Like, yeah. you're not going to have the, the financial flexibility to do other stuff. Nope. So. Nope. Um, the Bears, I don't, I don't know if they're going to get rid of Mitchell Trubisky because I think they can keep talking themselves into thinking. He's the true biscuit, man. He's right. Gotta Every once in a while he has a good game and he'll have like three games in a row where he looks like he knows what he's doing. And then other times he just doesn't know what he's doing. So like sometimes Michael Wilbon on PTI hates Mitchell Trubisky. Other times, so uh, he was Just like Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. So uh, he was trying to badmouth Baker Mayfield and Tony Kornheiser like, he goes, he goes, hey, uh, do you, do, you, do you like him more than Mitchell Trubisky? And he goes, no, I'd rather have Mitchell Trubisky than Baker Mayfield. So th- when 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 Trubisky's good, Chicago loves him, and then when Trubisky's Trubisky, they don't love d- him. <laughs> they don't they don't love him anymore. So it's a complicated. Well, that's that's a team carried by their defense, anyways. Yeah, but you gotta like, I think I think one of the games, I think he I think he only completed like eight passes. <laughs> you can't. Just Dude, run, dude. <laughs> can't be that bad. Um, the Rams did miss the playoffs, but they did finish nine and seven, which was good enough for Philly to get in. So they were almost the wild card team, um, which is a good bounce back for them, considering they looked like garbage <laughs> early on. So you know, good for them. Wait, the Rams? Yeah, yeah. Considering that they were the, they went to the Super Bowl the year before. Right. So finishing nine and seven, which was good enough for Philly to be the wild card. Meaning that they could have been the wild card depending on how things fell. Uh-huh. They can't be mad about that. No, it just doesn't feel as good. Oh no, Philly's not the wild card. Never mind. The wild card won- were no. Philly won the division at nine and seven. The wild cards were ten, so they were one. They were one win behind Minnesota's ten and six wild card entry. Uh-huh. 
Never mind. I got that wrong. I was looking at I'm looking at the standings and I was like, Phillies in the sixth seed is nine and seven. But that's because they won that awful division that nobody wanted. Um Wow. <laughs> Minnesota, they got they they're probably gonna keep riding with Kirk Cousins. Um Good old Kirk Cousins. I feel like he's kind of a guy that doesn't really do a whole lot. He does just enough. Uh the receivers fair. have gotten on to him that he doesn't he's not productive enough. Like they want more touches. But then the receivers have also been hurt all year. Kirk Cousins somehow is the only guy who's never won on Monday Night Football. He's like 0-9 on Monday Night Football. Nice. He's he's camera shy. Um, but he's got a really good. Uh, I think he's the I think he's the only quarterback with a winning record who's winless on Monday Night Football. <laughs> That's funny. It's interesting for sure. Um, he's Seattle, camera shy. It's, yeah, you it's can't blame him. See, he's like, ooh, I'm on national TV. Ooh. Well, like he was playing his heart out this last. This year, there was a Monday Night Football game in Minnesota lost to, I don't remember who it was now, but he was playing good and like. It just, it just fell apart. Yeah. It just wasn't, it wasn't their night. Uh, Seattle's got Russell Wilson. He's not going anywhere. The Saint Drew Brees is, the, the clock is ticking on the Drew Brees thing. Yeah. His hand injury, but the other guy didn't do too bad. Teddy Bridgewater? No. I think they're in a great spot. I think they keep Teddy Bridgewater and they love uh, Sean Hill, I think is his name. Who's their like trick player guy? He's the tight end. Oh he yeah, throws like, and yeah. I honestly, I don't. I think they're thrilled with what they have now. I think if if Drew Brees retires, I think they lose one of these wins somewhere because they're like a, they're thirteen and three. I think if if it's Teddy Bridgewater and Tayshawn Hill, you think they're like fourteen or they're uh, like twelve? I think they're like eleven or twelve wins, but I think they're still a good team. I think they're still a playoff team. They play good defense. They run the ball well. And Teddy Bridgewater went undefeated in the five weeks or whatever it was that uh, Drew Brees was hurt. And the the interesting thing about that whole thing was the second Drew Brees was ready to go and, and, and everyone agreed he was ready to go, there was no conversation about. Yeah, it wasn't like, well, t- Teddy Bridgewater doesn't want to give up the spot. He was like, right. all right, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, okay. All right, Drew Brees is ready. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, the two seed with their first-year head coach, 13-3. Coming into the offseason, the, the prediction was that this wasn't going to work. The thirteen and three. Uh, 49ers, 13 and three. Um Jimmy G is the quarterback. Oh Jimmy Garoppolo. Who for a minute was the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Oh yeah. Look at him. Um but uh I I think Eli Manning retiring is gonna be the big story coming out of the NFC East. I think Drew Brees maybe has one more year in him. Um Tampa Bay has to do something. Yeah, they can't just keep signing the guy. Philip Rivers maybe goes to Tampa Bay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what anybody does there. Carolina. I feel like it's one more year on Cam Newton's deal. Is there any is there any quarterbacks that look promising in the draft so far? Yeah, like there's going to be some interesting guys, and there's still time for people. To, like this is right now where they start declaring, so they're not sure if Tua Asasaposo is going to declare or not. Um, the Alabama quarterback. Mm-hmm. So there's, I think if he declares, I think there's like three, like really solid looking quarterbacks. There's three that people really That's like. Usually the number. And then sometimes they all get out there and they're all they're all whatever. They're all real bad, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we're gonna jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Sports coming your way. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. 
They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oil wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? Welcome to Nerd Thug Sports. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. We're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Make sure to check out NerdThugRadio.com backslash, or Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. There you go. Yeah, we own Facebook now. <laughs> we are Facebook. I don't think I would want to own Facebook. I think no, it sounds like a nightmare. It seems like just everyone would hate you. Yeah. I mean, that. how do you think Mike, <laughs> Mike Zuckerberg, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg feels? When you said Mike Zuckerberg, I was like, oh, that's his name. <laughs> I think mean, that's wrong. <laughs> um, before we get into anything, let me tell you guys about Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More. They're back to their regular hours, uh, 11 to 8 um, most days, and then open late on the weekends. Um, this Friday, January 3rd, they've got Marvel, the Learn to Play Marvel Champions Living Card Games. So there's Ooh. a new game out. It's got little miniatures and then also like cards. They're going to be having in-store demos, so you can check it out. And then Sunday, January 5th, D&D Adventurers League from 4 to 8 p.m. Um, and, of course, as always, make sure to check out uh, my comic book, Another Day at the Office, that's on sale there. And oh, yeah, um, yeah. We're there most Fridays. We're going to start up the Hero Clicks again next Friday, so get start getting mentally prepared for that. I'm taking the same team every week. No, I'm kidding. You're going to lose every week because I'm going to beat you. It's undefeated currently. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Um, anyway, we're going <laughs> to... We, we love going there. It's a great place. It's clean. It's family-friendly. It's well-lit. It's a great place to hang out and have a good time. It's a good community spirit. I play Dungeons & Dragons there on Tuesdays. Um, it's just fun. You need, to be, you need to be heading out there and enjoying yourselves. So make sure to check out The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more on 1488 uh, when you get a chance because they're awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Nico. All right, here we All go. Right. The gauntlet has been thrown. We are in the playoffs. It's time for the playoff challenge. There are four games this week. All right. We'll each pick two. And then... No, we'll have to do something else. You just pick all four and just whoever wins, whoever gets... Oh, no, I guess, I, I see what you did. Yeah, see what I did there? Right. Um. Okay. We're, we'll, we'll pick three. Okay. Uh, we won't pick our game, the Buffalo at Houston game. All right. Um, so we won't pick that game. I, 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 Buffalo is going to be at Houston. I, I think that that matters. I think the Texans win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Buffalo travels strong, so we'll see. We'll see. And that's at three thirty on Saturday. Seven fifteen on Saturday. Tennessee is at New England. 
Uh, we each have to pick this one though, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go New England. Uh, oh. I, I I'm gonna have to. So it means I have to take Tennessee. No, I uh, know. I mean, you're free to agree. These are picks. We're, uh, we're fair enough. I I go I go New England. I don't think Tennessee's good enough to to beat them. Okay. Um, wild if they were though. <laughs> listen, if if New England <laughs> loses, that's massive. This is uh, this might be the this year they're the third seed. This might be the lowest they've been in a while. I'm that's trying fair. to think. Uh okay Sunday at noon Minnesota is at New Orleans. Uh I'm gonna go New Orleans mainly because I just like their the chemistry of that team a lot more. I think they're just really strong. I think Minnesota's beat New Orleans the last two years. I'm gonna go Minnesota. All right, all right, strong pick. Um, Seattle at Philadelphia. I think I go Seattle. I feel like that team's just been doing really well. I don't think Philadelphia is really like super great. Yeah, it feels like this is. I mean, <sighs> this is the bird off. Which bird do you choose? The battle of the birds. Um, I think there's enough going on to where I could like I could talk myself like either way. Yeah, like I could talk myself into Philly into thinking like Philly. Getting to the playoffs was the goal, and they did it. So now all they, like now they're in it, right? So now they just have to have a run again, right? Um, it's hard to say that they're, but Seattle is only one game better. Like they're not a tremendously better team. Yeah, they're not like infinitely better than right. Them. But I'm gonna go Philly here. You're gonna go Philly. I'm right. gonna go Philly. So you've got New England, New Orleans, and Seattle. Yep. I've got New England, Minnesota, and Philly. Um. So next week we're gonna find out who's the winner here. We each have one road team, and we go home for the other two. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that worked out. Yeah. Um. So the other day, with the last couple of minutes we've got here, the head coach Rick Carlisle of the Dallas Mavericks. He said something kind of interesting. He said the post-up is no longer a valuable possession in the NBA. Post-up? Post-up. Uh, where they get under the they get under the basket, essentially. Mm. So Shaq used to just post up. And so he would, he in that kind of low squat, he would just wiggle the defense away until where he is underneath the basket. And if you got the ball to him with his hand up, he could score. He could just. Yeah, because he's a giant. He was like nine right. feet tall. So Christoph Porzingis is seven foot three, and he he's never been a great post up player anyway because he's kind of a light guy. He's his frame is kind of it's not he's not a heavy dude. Yeah, he's not Shaquille O'Neal who's also big. Right. Um. And so Rick Carlisle first was correct in saying that you know Christoph Porzingis doesn't have a ton of success in the post, so we want him to shoot threes. Okay, that's correct. Fair. He then moves on to say. That the post is now not a valued possession. That's the part that isn't true. So he is saying, because the Golden State Warriors have now infected the NBA with the threes or nothing, threes threes or nothing kind of feel. Uh, the Phoenix Suns eight eight seconds or less kind of offense. The idea that putting it down low and just dribble, control the clock. Force fouls, force buckets. A lot of teams don't do that anymore. And so, because teams don't do it, now the thinking is becoming, it seems, that it's not a valued possession. But that would be incorrect, I think. 
And I don't have the data to back this up. But to me, if you have a guy who's effective down there, efficient down there, if you have a big guy who can control it, then he's going to be A, drawing fouls, which is ultimately in your favor because it's going to put guys in defensive troubles. Mm -hmm. Because there are certain times in the NBA where you want to foul. But if you're using all your fouls in the post, you you don't have them to give. Right. Uh, And then the other part of it is – those twos can become threes if they're getting fouled while they're while they're scoring. That's true. So it's important. the The problem is if your bigs don't make free throws. If your bigs are missing free throws, then yeah, it 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 hurts. So I think that's the big difference. But I I, I disagree with the idea that. So the answer is be a big, play post, and learn how to shoot free throws. Yeah, because a lot of the bigs. This is what I think quote-unquote, killed the post-up move is a lot of the bigs. Shaquille and I think one year had like a 60% free throw shooting average. He was terrible. Yeah, you can't you can't shoot 60% from the free throw line. That They're going to foul you nonstop. It's got the same free throw average of like a ninth grader. <laughs> but teams did move to a hack-a-shack philosophy where the NBA has a rule where outside of two minutes, if you foul, it's just a foul. But inside of two minutes, if you foul, they get the ball and the foul. Mm-hmm. So teams with like... From the three-and-a-half-minute mark to the two-minute mark, they would foul Shaq nonstop. So you would have to take Shaq out. Otherwise, every time your team has the ball, one, somebody, one of their guys would just foul Shaq. And then your offensive possession is Shaq shooting 60% from the free throw line. And then they get the ball back. Amazing. Because your center is the one shooting the free throw, so now they get the rebound. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> so teams started fouling Shaq. And they called it the hack of Shaq. And so, and Shaq hated it. Shaq hated it. Max, no, one's gonna hate, be, no one's going to be happy about it. Well, he hates it so much that even now as an announcer, he gets mad when they call it a hack of Shaq. Because it's based off of him. Yeah. and now That's he's, funny. He's insulted now. He's like, why is it a hack of Shaq? Why are they calling it that? It's because of, of you, dummy. Yeah, it's because of you. But he tries to act like it's not. Um, but yeah, yeah, the post-up works, but only if Biggs make a basket. Um, all right, so with that, we're going to jump out here. I hope everyone has a great day. Follow my half little brother Nico and myself and all of Nerd Thug Radio. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.